In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. All angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So we continue with our retreat and this next conference. We're going to look at this uh, disposition of Mary. I'll call this union with God. She's always recollected. She's always united to the Lord. And um, this allows her to receive an abundance of grace. And so we can learn from our Blessed Mother to unite ourselves to the Lord, to be recollected, to be quiet. Um, and this is especially difficult for us in our society. Uh, we tend to be very busy and distracted and anxious, especially during this time. We are um, filled with anxiety and uncertainty and uh, this uneasiness, this lack of peace. But um, this, this way, we kind of miss out on the graces um, when, when we're not recollected, when we're not united to the Lord. This is a disposition of Mary that uh, the saints cultivate, and we too should cultivate. It's, it's recollection. And recollection is just this interior quiet, interior peace, um, regardless of what's going on in our life, regardless of the circumstances, especially when we're experiencing the cross, we can still be recollected and united to the Lord to be one with Him in heart, mind, and soul, and love. And this will allow us to um, receive an abundance of grace. Um, um, so we tend to be... Um, maybe more like Martha. We've all heard the story in the Gospel of Martha and Mary, and we tend to be more like Martha, busy and anxious and worry about so many things. And Jesus says to Martha and to us, Martha, Martha, you are worried and anxious about so many things. There's need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. So what does Mary do? She sits at the feet of Jesus, being attentive to him, looking at him, absorbing his words, just absor absorbing his presence, being completely present to Jesus herself. Meanwhile, Martha misses out on the, the grace and the presence of Jesus and his word because she is busy and anxious and worried and distracted. So we should learn from Mary and do the one thing that is necessary, that is to be recollected, to be present, to be attentive to Jesus, because he's always attentive to us. He's always with us, but we're not with him. We tend to be, like I say, distracted and worried, and, and then we miss out on, on, the, on the graces. This is a theme that's been throughout the Bible, especially even in the Old Testament. We hear, be still and know that I am God. So this stillness is required. If we, um, if we really come, want to come to know God, we really have to be still, to be recollected, to be at peace if we are going to know God. And um, if you remember the passage in the from Isaiah where God said he was going to pass by, and um, Isaiah 
came out of the cave and he experienced a powerful wind, but God was not in the wind. And then he heard a, a, a powerful earthquake and God was not in the earthquake. And then there was this raging fire, but God was also not in the fire. And then there was this quiet whispering sound and God was in that. So the Lord is subtle. He is gentle. He is unobtrusive. And so we have to be quiet and recollected in order to perceive him, in order to recognize him, in order to experience him. So this is a quality that we really need to cultivate, especially this time when we're not really um, maybe busy doing stuff, not really busy working or working from home. So there is time. We have to make space. We have to make quiet time to be with the Lord, to be united to him in, in recollection. And um, we should practice what's called the practice of the presence of God. Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection teaches us that God is always with us, regardless of what we're doing, whether we're working or playing or eating or sleeping, whatever we're doing, the Lord is with us. So we need to practice this, um, the presence of God, acknowledging His presence, and then uniting, uniting ourselves to Him. Uh, bringing him into whatever we're doing, our, our work, our worry, our, our task, uh, our uncertainty. Bring the Lord into it. Learn to pray at all times. This is what um, St. Paul talks about when he says, pray without ceasing, right? So our, our life, our heart, our mind should, in a way, constantly be at prayer when we're united to the Lord. We should remember that God isn't far away from us. Oftentimes we forget that the Holy Trinity dwells within us. We think that God is far away, especially during this time. We think, where are you, Lord? Where are you? Why have you allowed this to happen to us? And the Lord tells us, I'm here. I'm with you. I'm in you. I dwell in you. I'm closer to you than you are to yourself. So we know that um, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Jesus tells us, if you love me, you will keep my commandment, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept, because it neither sees nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells in you and will be with you. So at our baptism, we receive the Holy Spirit. We become the temple of the Holy Spirit. As long as we're in a state of grace, he is with us, dwelling within us. So let us acknowledge our guests. Let us not uh, be rude and ignore him, um, but to be attentive to him, to acknowledge him, to be with him. And likewise, the Father and the Son are with us as well. Jesus said, whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. So we know that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit dwells within us. They're in the deepest part of our soul, deepest part of our being. That's where we need to go, to be interiorly recollected, to, to, to go there, to be alone with the Lord. You know, the saints tell us that they, um, they have this inner chamber, inner sanctuary, where they go to be with the Lord, to be with the Holy Trinity, and to close the door to the world. Especially um, St. Um, Elizabeth of the Trinity, she, she speaks a lot about the, the, the indwelling of the Holy Trinity. Uh, but not only her, but St. Catherine of Siena, and so on. So we too need to remember to go deep, to be recollected, um, to go into this inner quiet room to be with the Lord and can close out all the noise and all, all the distraction. Um, 
you know, during this time, so many people are, are on online, they're on the internet, they're watching the news constantly. Uh, we're being bombarded with just with news and information and media and sound and noise that it's hard for us to be recollected. I, sometimes I, I go walking, I often go outside for a walk. And when I see people walking, they're on their, they're, they're on their phone. They, they have their, their music on or things like that. So it's hard for people to be, to be quiet, to be recollected, to be present to the Lord. And um, so let us, um, and, and, and by being recollected, we come to develop a relationship with, the, which, with each person of the Holy Trinity. You know, um, you know, if we are to get to know Jesus, we need to be recollected, spend time with him. Like any relationship, we need to spend time with that person in order to talk to them, to hear them, to get to know them. So likewise, with the, the Holy Trinity, we need to spend time with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit to be with them, to listen to them, to talk to them, to hear them, to know them, and to become like them. Right? We take on the quality of the people we spend time with, the people who we're, we're closest to. We tend to become like them. You know, if you notice husband and wives, they, they tend to be like each other. They tend to act like each other or wear the same clothes and like the same things or close friends as well. You know, a group of friends, they, they tend to act alike, speak alike and like the same things. So similarly with, with God, if we spend time with Him, and get to know him and uh, become familiar with him then we take on his qualities as well and that that's and that's what our calling is is to become like god to be holy to be one with him you know sometimes we feel like we have to be active in order to be, to be productive and that's what our society tells us right if you're not doing anything then you're kind of worthless or you're lazy and you're unproductive you got to be doing something and that's that martha mentality but it, there's there's um there's value to just being, to being being with Jesus. You know, before Jesus appointed the, t- the 12 and to sent them out, he was with them. You know, the Bible says he appointed 12 to be with him and to be sent out to preach and have authority to cast out demons. But first they had to be with him. They had to know him and they have to be one with him in order to receive his power, receive his love, receive his graces. Otherwise their actions would be kind of meaningless, without power, without value. You know, Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Remain in me, and you will bear much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Oftentimes, we forget to be connected to Jesus, and we do things on our own. And so they lack that power, they lack the grace, they lack that supernatural quality that is so important to make to make anything fruitful. So, of course, we need to act, we need to work, we need to do things, but do them in union with the Lord, having been with the Lord, being united to the Lord. So that's where we get our power. That's where we get our, our the fruitfulness of our actions, is being one, being united to the Lord. Then our actions become sanctified. They become holy. They have a supernatural quality. So I had mentioned before, you know, um, St. Catherine of Siena asking God the Father what she can do to grow in purity, to grow in holiness. And the Father tells her three things. I mentioned one of them before. But the first thing he said was this, Unite yourself to me with loving affection, keeping in mind the blessings you have received from me. Unite yourself 
to me with loving affection, keeping in mind the blessings you have received from me. So the first thing that God wants us to do is to, to unite ourselves to him. If we are to be holy, if we are to be perfect, we are to unite ourselves to him because he is holy. And so when we unite ourselves to him, we too take on his quality of holiness. And, and then he said, keep in mind all the blessings you have received from me. Right? So during this time, we can get caught up in the negativity. We can be really down and depressed and anxious and fearful. And we forget to count our blessings. So let us remember all the blessings that God has given us and is still giving us um, today, even now. Um, so let us unite ourselves to God in loving affection and in, in keeping in mind all the blessings He has received from us. And when we do that, we receive even more graces and become transformed into the likeness of God. <clears throat> so we know that Mary was always recollected and united to the Lord. And we first see this at the Annunciation. Often many depictions of the, the Annunciation, Mary is on her knees in prayer. She's deeply recollected, deeply in prayer when the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary, right? She had to be receptive. She had to have the right disposition in order to hear, in order to see, in order to experience the message of the angel. And also, she freely converses with the angel, right? A lot of times people, when they are in the presence of angels, they are scared. But Mary wasn't. It seems like she's used to speaking with angels. And so, um, and, and that takes time. It ta that takes effort. It takes recollection. It takes interior um, peace and quiet and, and, and unity with the Lord. And so that's something we are to cultivate, this quietness, this recollection, um, in order to, to, be, to be in prayer, to, to be perceive God and His message, messages. Um, and also, St. Luke especially tells us that Mary would ponder all these things in her heart. Oftentimes, that's what she would do, right? At the birth of Jesus, at the um, just different stages in, in the gospel, in the life of Jesus, she would ponder, reflect um, on, on, on how God was acting in her life, why Jesus does or says what he, he says and, and, and do, right? So we too need to ponder, to recollect, to be quiet. You know, the, the uh, spiritual masters speak about the, uh, the three stages of the spiritual life. The first stage is the purgative, where we purge ourselves of sins and, and, um, and start living a, a righteous life. And the second stage is the illuminative. We start to see the goodness of God, uh, the goodness of holiness, and that's what we strive for. But the third stage, the, 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 the highest stage of the spiritual life is the unitive, being united to the Lord. And so that's what we're striving for when we try to, to be recollected, is that we strive for this union with the Lord. And that's really the, uh, the end uh, of the interior life, is to be one with the Lord. You know, we, uh, there's, there's something about that's called the grace of the present moment that we tend to forget. You know, we tend to live in the past. We, we, our mind is always active and busy. We, we, we think about what happened yesterday or uh, the week before, or we think of the future, or, you know, something we have to do or what's going to happen in the future, and we fail to live in the present moment. And when, we, and when we fail to live in the present moment, we miss out on the grace of the present moment. You know, every moment God is with us. He's loving us and giving us graces. 
But if we're not present to him, if we're living in the past or the future, then we miss out on that present moment. St. Faustina says this, O life so dull and monotonous, how many treasures you contain. When I look at everything with the eyes of faith, no two hours are alike, and the dullness and monotonous disappear. The grace which is given to me in this hour would not be repeated in the next. It may be given me again, but it will not be the same grace. Time goes on, never to return again. Whatever is enclosed in it will never change. It seals with a seal for eternity. Right? So the saints know the preciousness of every moment. There's the grace of the present moment. Um, and to be present and to, re- and to receive that, to receive that grace, to receive that love. Otherwise, we miss out. Time moves on. But if, but if we're not present, then we miss out on the gift. You know, um, St. Augustine said this. He, he said, um, Surrender the past to God's mercy, the future to His providence, and the present to His love. Right? So whatever happened in the past, offer it up to the Lord. Surrender it to His mercy. He, know that He will make things right. And surrender to the future, too. Our worries, our fear, our, our uncertainty. Um, surrender it to Him. Surrender it to His providence, knowing that He will guide and make everything right. And let us surrender the present to His love. Be present to His love and to love Him in return. Um, yeah, like I said, we, you know, we're... With with social media, with all the digital devices, you know, we we it's hard for us to be present, even to our even to our family, even to our friends, even those who are around us. You know, I see family members, even when they're together, the phone is out, they're looking at their phone, they're not even they're not even present to each other, and so we too need to take a break from social media, from digital devices, so that we may be really truly present to the Lord. Because all, all that is just really distraction. The Lord is not going to compete with social, you know, with social media, with Facebook, Instagram, internet, whatever. Um, he, 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 so we need to make a strong effort to turn off the TV, put away the phone, and be okay. Be, be fine with the stillness, this quiet, and this recollection. Just to try to learn to be comfortable with that, to seek that, to cultivate that rather than give in to the temptations of looking at your phone and checking the news and, and listening to music. Um, in that way, we can kind of experience heaven now, you know, because in heaven we will be in God's presence, praising Him, loving Him, and receiving His love. And so we can experience heaven on earth if we just put away the things that are passing, the things that are trivial and distracting, and just be recollected with the Lord in union and in love. So also during this time, when we do have time, um, maybe do some Lectio Divina, right? Read the Bible and read, read, read it uh, prayerfully. So if you're, here's a, a short way to do Lectio Divina. So pick out a passage, probably the gospel reading for the next day or something. Sit in a quiet place and then ask the Holy Spirit to be with you. And then read the passage slowly. And then see if there's a, a word, a, an idea, a sentence, a, a theme that jumps out at you. And then read it again and ask the Lord to enlighten you. Um, ask Him what it is about this passage or idea or word that that he, he wants you to know to take away and then um, and then read it over and then and then reflect on that how is the lord speaking to you 
uh, in this passage, in this word, in, in this theme? How does it apply to you and your life? And then respond. Respond to the Lord with, with promises, with, uh, with whatever He desires us to do. Respond that we're, we're going to do it. Um, so there are three parts. The first, first is to read. The second is to reflect. And the third is to respond. And so that's a quick way to do Lexio Divina. That way we, we grow closer to the Lord because the God speaks to us in His Word. He speaks to us in the Bible. That's His love letters to us, if you will. So this may be during this time. Pull out your Bible. Pull out your Magnificat. Pull out the readings for Mass and try to, to do Lexio Divina. And also... You know, this time we can't do Eucharistic adoration, but we can do it online as well. I do a live Eucharistic holy hour every morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on my Facebook and on my YouTube channel. That's the Fullness of Grace uh, Facebook and Fullness of Grace uh, YouTube channel. And the, the website is uh, fullnessofgrace.org. And from 6 to 7 a.m., I do a live holy hour from the rectory in my uh, uh, from the chapel of, of the rectory here and so there's exposition and prayer and benediction at the end so many people are already joining me with that you know that's how we can start the day with the lord since we can't really be with him um in 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 uh, in person in in eucharistic adoration we can be with him in this live uh, live streaming if you will and and he he will bless us that way so many of you have heard nowadays, you know, there are things about mindfulness. I'm sure you, you hear about mindfulness and meditation. You know, it's like a secular way of, of being quiet and being recollected. And I, I use these ways, but I, I make them Catholic, of course, you know. And so there are a lot of apps out there that you can practice mindfulness and recollection and, and, and meditation. Um, but, but try to make it Catholic. So when they tell you to focus on your breath, well, think of the Holy Spirit, because it's the Holy Spirit that is your breath. He is the giver of life. And so focus on the Holy Spirit and being with Him. And so we can practice meditation, mindfulness in a Catholic way, to breathe, to focus on our present moment, to focus on our breath, and to be recollected and united to the Lord. So that's the... Um, that's the uh, our, our 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 virtue here, our our disposition of union with the Lord that we are to practice to, especially during this time, rather than to give in to agitation and distraction and fear and worry. No, let's let us try to be recollected. Let us let us put away all the noise and distraction and let us be quiet and recollected and united to the Lord, and we will see receive an abundance of grace and transformation that we do this in union with Mary and Jesus and with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.